Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hi, and welcome once again to History Dweebs. I am Tim. Welcome to the podcast where we take a lighthearted look at the dark side of history. The topic of our podcast today is consensual murder, the death of Sharon Lapaka. It's a thriller, Brandy. It's not really murder if it's consensual, Timmy. Well, she was murdered. She was killed. The guy got arrested. No, she was she was dead. Can Mm. we? But she was like, let's okay, let's get into Brandy time. Just tell us what kind of crazy shit you got going on in the devil life. Before, how many babies have you sacrificed? Whatever you done, I'm about ready to sacrifice one big baby. (laughs) Before we get into that, let, let us remind our audience, Colonel. You know what? This is an adult podcast. Get your candy ass. It can handle a little bit of cost and a little gruesome. You know, go to one of the podcasts. It'll tell you oh about how they get God. ripped up, dismembered, heart taken out, eaten, hearts eaten, violated, buried in a shallow grave. Do you ever run But out they of don't words? cuss. You know, because we don't want to offend your goddamn sensibilities. So we go do find something so many better. Words. Fuck we, you, people. We have been known to use adult language brandy. Well, clearly. Well, Brandy and, has, yeah. Well, no, not not him who just <laughs> sat over there and We yeah. want we want to warn people in case they're offended by that they can check he out one uses of uses too many words. Yes. Lang we we just use a language, period. He uses it's, so uh, many my, words. People may be offended by the, the the volume of language that we use. I am. Hmm. What's wrong with that? You know, I don't get Death this whole, of Sharon whole thing. Huh? What's wrong with them? With who? I, I mean, the, the people that we've gotten criticism on the, on the reviews at times for our language, and I just think, okay, you can talk about somebody ripping out a, a puppy's heart and eating it and doing whatnot and everything else. As long as you don't cuss, you're fine. It is hotter than Satan's it's, asshole in this office. You know what? That's what I was just thinking. That's Satan balls on Tuesday. Yeah. You know? oh, <laughs> that's what. Oh. Okay. Well, let me introduce our panel since they can. They seem eager to be introduced. I don't. Uh, let me introduce a lady who is known throughout the land as Brandy the Benevolent, the very heartwarming and tender. Queen Brandy the first. How are you today, Brandy? I'm okay, Timmy. How are you? I'm wonderful. Okay, now that was a nice Brandy time. What's what's going on in your life, Brandy, that you would like to share? I'm you know, getting ready to move, and this woman in this story is really kinky, so I'm sure you can relate to some of this. Perhaps <laughs> I feel like that there would be judgment on me if I even remotely now, relate. Now, are to you any moving in the middle of the night? Oh, you're no. moving. On the so, end of the month. Yeah, no. why, why are you moving? I hated doing that when we, I was a kid. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, not this keep, time. Uh, keep ahead of the bill collectors. Parents waking you up, like, come on, we got to move now. Yeah, remember when no, bill collectors, bill collectors used to come to the house. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Yeah, I do. We were too poor to have bills, Timmy. <laughs> yeah, but you know what? Now, even if it's just some little girl selling candy, knocking at my door, I'm like, I'm not fucking answering the door. <laughs> Everybody, be I, quiet. Yeah. yeah, you get, you got like. Uh, uh, ACDC plan and everything, and then yeah. the door, and someone knocks on the door, and all of a sudden it's dead quiet. Yeah. You're hiding under the sofa or something. Right. And then some little girl wanting to sell candy for Girl Scouts or whatever the yeah. fuck. Yeah, yeah. People scare me when they come to my door. I'm not allowed, you I don't know like what? It. I'm not allowed to answer. I'm not allowed to talk to Girl Scouts. I'm sure. No, because they, they, it's a scam. They look at you with those cute little faces and little you eyes. A, you buy a shit ton of cookies, don't I you? I do, and I'm like, how is I going to tell the girl? You no, don't need any Girl Scout cookies. First of all, yeah. they sell it outside of Kroger's. I don't appreciate yeah. that. So, if I'm going I, to Kroger's, I feel I feel accosted. Can't I buy my own fucking cookies at Kroger's? Why do I need to buy? Why do, you know, it's like putting a bar. You know, it's like selling booze outside of a bar or something. First well, of all, you know, and you already coming out with your 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 fudge sticks, which you really got your heart set on. Mm-hmm. You know, and then they come at you, and then you end up spending one hundred and twenty dollars on a bunch of cookies that you don't really need. Jesus Christ. <laughs> And they're not the best. Let's let's face it. No, 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 no. The best cookies. They got they are shortbread chocolate covered ones. I don't like them. I mean, and you know, ever uh, and I do have. I'm not surprised that you don't like something. No, I mean that they're you know, Lord knows how long they've sat around. Probably since you know the mid 70s or something. Well, first of all, it's for a good cause. But if they're smart, they would do like that one little girl did and set up outside the marijuana dispensary. Exactly. That is a girl that we need to keep track of. Now, here's what I want to know. Now that they're letting girls into the Boy Scouts. Oh, that nasty-ass popcorn. I fucking hate that popcorn. Are the Boy Scouts going to start selling cookies? Because finally I'll be happy to have a goddamn Boy Scout show up in my house. Yeah, they sell that don't nasty sell, fucking show up popcorn. Don't goddamn popcorn. I don't want I the popcorn. I hate that shit. It's nasty. Just my ass. Brandy, what yeah. else is going on with you? So You're moving. I'm moving. Mm-hmm. And you know what? That's, Did you get evicted? That's enough. From my parents' basement. <laughs> Are you that person I saw in the court case? <laughs> oh, the guy that got evicted from his parents after 40 years yeah. or something? No, I'm, I'm not that guy. But, okay. You know, I'm not being evicted. It was just, you know, it's time to it's time to go. Uh, you're going to spread your wings and fly. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to move back in with my husband like a grown-up. <laughs> well, I'm sure, I'm sure Dave is looking forward to I that. I don't know that he is. <laughs> no, I, don't I don't know that he he's is. all that excited about it. Is. But, you know. He's like, shit, I can't walk around in my. Well, no, that wouldn't stop him. But now he's, you know. Boxers. And well, it's going to, you know, it might cut into his PlayStation time. Oh, I'm and sure I mean, you know, you'll, shit. Be, you'll be hogging the, the controllers. I don't think that that's the issue. <laughs> I don't think that's the yeah, issue. All right. But, well, no, yeah, but no getting high anymore. No sitting around in your boxers. No watching porn. First all. of all, Dave. I, th- I think that's Dave. <laughs> first of all, yeah. My husband. <laughs> Does not get high. Oh. Love his heart. He yeah. probably should. He probably should, yeah. But he does you not. might like it. Huh? He might like it. Well, no, it's not that he's never gotten high. He just doesn't mm. anymore. And it's, you know. So then if I do, then it's then it's all, you know, well, I'm the only stoned can one here. Imagine, and that's no fun. Can you imagine being married to her and not getting high? Carl? No. No. Not being on morphine or none of that <laughs> shit. No. That feels hurtful. I'm so, a delight. Well, good luck in your move, Brandy. Hope, Thank I you. hope things work out well for you. We have a bunch of strong men. I don't think he went with a moving company where all the men wear kilts. I'm a little disappointed in that. Yeah, you have to pay more for that. Well, and I'm willing to, but 
yeah. Alas. Let, let me introduce. You know what? I'm tired. Ta- okay. I'm going to need no introduction. I, I'm going to introduce. I'm the, I'm the colonel, goddammit. Well, I'm Rick James. Let me introduce <laughs> the man. I'm Rick. I'm the colonel, bitch. Who is known at Brandy as an oasis in the desert of despair. By no one. A man who is well, really considered the moral compass of podcasting today. Also no one. The very honorable, the colonel, Reverend Charles Beauregard. Hawk Walters III, affectionately known as the Southern Gentleman. How are you today, Colonel? I'm not good, Timmy. Oh, oh. <laughs> What's wrong, good. Colonel? Please tell us. Well, Our listeners are dying to know. You get your mic fixed so we can hear you. I think time. I do. I don't. I, I, Timmy, I've been thinking about. I, I, they're trying to I, I silence watch you. the news. They're trying to quiet silence they are, you. They're trying to take sense of me. I've been watching the news. Uh-huh. And when you watch the news, what is everything about the whole immigration thing, right? Mm-hmm. So. This is not what we're doing. All here. I'm thinking about is I go to Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. Now, I've never, never been to Taco Bell when I got my order right. I don't understand Ever. how this can go anywhere but downhill. You know why? Because if we'd open up the borders and put the right people, somebody please, I don't care what country they come from, just get my goddamn gorditas right. You're kidding me. No. He's concerned this is- about his gorditas. Yeah. He needs to be concerned about his gorditas. I thought Renee kept your gorditas on a shelf somewhere. <laughs> I just want, I just want my gorditas, right? And when I say gordita, and they somebody looks at me like they don't even know what I'm talking anymore. about, it's disturbing. And I think, you know what? This is, this is, you're changing my mind. I, look, we need more Swedish or Danish or whatever. Oh, the Swedes and, make a hell of a gordita. Yeah, Danish make very good uh, breakfast rolls. Keep that put away. And I don't yeah. want to get Shirley Strap mad, but I've been. She, she will as choke a I bitch. got further and further. Is, this is this. Canadian uh, Canadian Day this week, so be careful. And, but Happy as Canadian I got further Day. and further into Happy this, Canadian reading Day. about you know some of the problems in building a wall and everything. Do you know we're not building a wall up along the Canadian border? Too? Yeah, I know that. We're not building on the southern border either. We're just those <laughs> those people are just going to be. We're going to get invaded by I Canadians. say we build it I on the east and west coast so people can't swim into the country, Brandy. What do you say about that? <laughs> yeah. I, I think we build a dome so people can't fly into the country. First of all, the Canadians probably don't want to come here that much. But let's let's move away. Okay. Happy birthday, I'm Rachel saying, Flynn. Yes, Rachel. Happy birthday, happy Rachel. Birthday. I'm just saying if we really want security, we need lasers we need a Death Star. What about sharks with lasers? We need sharks with goddamn <laughs> sharks with freaking lasers. Yeah. I mean, I keep hearing these crazy-ass solutions, and if they just put me in charge, I would no. have a death dome above the whole country I want to be, me. I want to be in charge of the Death Star. But then, I don't ask for much. The only question I would ask people to get into the country is, can you get my goddamn Gordita order right? I want to be in charge of the Death Star so I can wear that badass cape. I think if someone can swim from Europe, they should be allowed in. What do you think about that? I, I, I would agree with that. Thank you, Brandon. I would agree I'm, with that. I'm down with that one. I think that, that you've shown yourself worthy. Yes. But you have to swim straight here. Like, there's no breaks. You can't get on a boat for an well, hour. And, well, I mean, what, come on now. I mean, can you stop at Iceland for a breather? Or? It's cold. Well, I mean, if you're swimming that far, you know, it's, that's kind of a haul. Yeah, it seems like cheating to me. Then you're only swimming from Iceland. So you're you're saying they really should swim from like the European if mainland. they want to come from England and and I actually think we need more people from England here uh-huh. because you know why why because they can make a gordita there are too many twats walking around that don't get called twats 
Timmy. I see. And the British. I and wankers. This, and Wank- wankers. Yes. And I learned this from our dear friend. Beverly. Or Jim. Over across the pond. Ben. Ben. ben? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That it's very common to call somebody a wanker. Yeah. And we don't call people wankers enough. I call you a wanker every day. Well, yeah, but you, you're just vile and foul. Hey, I got an idea. Let's talk about the story. Fine. Yeah. You open that can with him. You introduced him. <laughs> well, I have to introduce him. Uh, I'm just him. saying. He's well liked. People like him. When I run for president in 2020, and I'm going to be running, my can't. My whole thing. Are you my, announcing my it today? My platform is going to. I'm. Well, I'm. You know. Okay, I might teasing, be running it fast. I'm going to build. You're going to talk to your family about it. I'm going to talk to my family. It. Pray on it. He's not saying best. he's not running. Yeah. I'm going to build a goddamn death dome across the whole country. How Timmy. is the, uh, Block the Colonel's Revival coming in, planning for that? The Colonel's Revival, of it's course, going is going to be held in uh, my October. fucking reflux act up. i got to find a Tom's. It's going good. Um, oh, I, you know what? I found a natural remedy I'm going to get. It's going to save your life, devil. A natural remedy would be not being around you to get my <laughs> reflux going. So, uh, Could we get started with the goddamn story? Absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Consensual murder. The death of Sharon Lepaka. In the early 1990s, Brandy, the internet was new, was new and full of potential. People from all walks of life, Colonel, were signing online and exploring everything from current events to much, much darker subject matter, Brandy. You remember American Online when you get that disc and, you know, you sign got the it. dial tone, that yeah, really screechy it, sound? Yeah, mm-hmm. and it costs like $3 a hour or something my first aol bill was like 300 bucks i'm not surprised i'm I can, you know sometimes i'm a little compulsive 300 dollars how much well point? wait a minute and you know here's the thing for 300 dollars back in those days you could only download three pictures no 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 i was in chat room here's the best part it probably had to be some kind of even number <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i was in there like Asian beauty chat room. <laughs> Good thing I was sitting down for that. <laughs> anyway, the internet was hot. One of the, the Did you start the Asian beauty chat room? <laughs> no. Was no. you an admin? I, no, I wasn't. <laughs> I was just a member. One of those uh, people who were uh, a- very active on the internet was Sharon Lapaka. Remember IRC? Colonel? Oh, I still use IRC. <laughs> you're, on, you're on the dark web. I'm on the dark. No, you know what? I, I found a place that I can get uh, MP3s and electronic books. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you're. It's a book swapping room. Did you know Amazon sells sex toys? I'm just yeah. saying. Oh, oh, yeah. I didn't you know that. Go to it's life changing. We no. go in health and beauty, it's in the health department. Did oh, you know no, the, no. The electric really slide was slide about. Is uh, in the other. Ca- I have to look at that. It's life changing. Did you see that electric slide that. was about uh, a dildo? Mm-hmm. I did not. Yeah, I but saw, okay. Was, that was on the internet this you learn a lot on the internet, Brandon. Well, I will dance to it at the next wedding. <laughs> All right. So one of the people active in the early 90s was Sharon Lapaka. She was should, active online. We should go to Dildo, Newfoundland. She I w- think that would be a place to go. Dildo days are coming up. I don't have anything to wear. I don't think you need anything to wear. Just a coat. Sharon would soon develop numerous online businesses, Brandy, to supplement her monthly income. We can get a t-shirt of Captain Dildo. But Sharon had a darker side, Brandy. Oh, she, they always do. She, Br- Colonel, she fantasized about being sexually tortured and murdered. Who doesn't? It wasn't long. No, no. I, I fantasize about torturing and murdering you. Oh, okay. Not in a sexy way, though. Okay. Like in a 
I in still a feel painful, flattered. gross way. What? I still feel flattered. <laughs> okay. Now it wasn't long before she met someone on the inner, you know, on the World Wide Web, on the webs. Yeah. yeah. Who was willing to make her fantasies come true, Brandy? Yeah. Mm. You know, it's a, this is a pretty dark story. You ready for this? Yeah. You know, everybody's got their other half. <laughs> Everyone's got their own little king. <laughs> Sharon Renee Lapaco was born on September 20th, 1961, so she was born a few months after me, Brandy. Okay. In Bart- Baltimore, Maryland. She was the first of four daughters born to uh, Jewish parents, Mr. and Mrs. Abraham Lapaca. I don't know why they're crucial to this story, but I named them the anyway. Fact, why is the fact that they're Jewish crucial? Well, I, Does that come know, into play? I, our, you know, our listeners really like a lot of information. Seems a little anti-Semitic to me. No, nothing anti-Semitic about it. They were just, they're just Jewish. I, what's it got to do I don't with think the that's story? Necessary. It's, not, it's not germane to the story, Timmy. Sharon was a Jermaine, gift. It's not Jermaine Jackson to the story, it's not Jermaine, is it? Yeah, it's not Tito to the story. Oh, Tito's my favorite. <laughs> oh, Joe Jackson died. I know, but not shoeless Joe Jackson. Well, he died too, <laughs> yeah. but not this week. <laughs> Sharon was a gifted child, Brandy, and did very well in school. She played basketball and softball in high school, much like yourself. Mm-hmm. Softball. Lesbian. <laughs> really? <laughs> I had to go there. All right, of course you did. She was very popular um, uh, amongst, amongst the, the other girls. <laughs> among the te- her teachers and other students. Especially. <laughs> much, much like the devil. She was popular with her teachers. <laughs> oh, yeah. And softball players. And softball players, yeah. Oh, I'm she was funny. <laughs> she was known to always seem to be happy and even bubbly, Brandy. Yeah, she was probably stoned. Kind of like me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of like me. Kind of like me, happy and bubbly. I like to think I'm bubbly, goddammit. <laughs> After finishing high school in 1979, 79, 79, 79, 79, I graduated in 79. I was five. Mm-hmm. She went through a series of jobs, Brandy. Five years old. Including an 18-month 18 18 stint as a clerk in the FBI fingerprint lab. You know, I worked for the <sighs> FBI. What? Right. Mm-hmm. But that would be pretty awesome. I may or may not be working for the FBI right yeah. now. Well, Chuck Barris. Simmer down. Yeah, it was CIA, I think. Whatever. And Gong Show. You have both of those on your resume. You know. Well, you're, you're invaluable. You got a lot going on. You and have, he could use the transverbal un- skills. And he could use the unknown comment as a reference. Nice. 1991, Brandy, at the age of 29. Okay. Um, she quit Judaism and married a Catholic, Brandy, uh, Colonel. Victor Lepaka. Oh. Wait a minute. She married a Catholic. Wait a minute. What was, what's her parents' names? Abraham and something. Abraham and what? What's her oh, last name? I don't know. Maybe the last name is Abraham. I'm sorry. The last name was Abraham. Okay, because I thought. I, th- I think I did say Lepaka. I got that wrong. Her, okay. her parents' last name were Abraham. I was confused. Okay. So she marries, because, um, you know, it would be a coincidence if right. her last name Lepaka. was Lepaka. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it's not like that's a real common name. Right. It's not like Jones. But she married Victor Lepaka, who was Catholic uh, colonel. Good old Vic. Colonel's family's from Ireland. He's a lot of Catholics. Oh, yes. A lot of Catholics in his family. No, we don't have a goddamn Catholic in our family, Timmy. (laughs) Not a single goddamn Catholic in that whole thing. We're Protestant Protestant Irish, Timmy, and we don't appreciate being lumped with other people. Sorry, don't. Savages. Don't bomb my office. Uh, uh, (laughs) He was a construction supervisor. Uh, Victor was. Victor is a strong name. It, it, it It makes you think of a winner, doesn't it, Colonel? Victor. 
they now I'm is he Irish not Irish Catholic is he no he's just Catholic I don't what, know what Italian he's, Catholic I don't know well it would make sense if he was Italian Catholic and a construction supervisor let's see if we find out as we mm-hmm. go through the story well you would know they made a home in rural Hampstead Maryland Brandy now this caused some friction between Sharon and her parents as they did not approve of the marriage that is why the religion part is significant because they didn't of course they didn't want her to leave you know judaism to marry sure. to marry vic chuck why don't you join us on the podcast yeah please i'm looking up some information on irish protestants and catholics mm-hmm. no, no sharon moved into her husband to a small ranch style track house in hampstead maryland in early nine in the early 1990s have you ever been to hampstead maryland i i spent about a week in hampstead maryland there you go. devil they got a nice ball. Did you live place. in a ranch? Uh, did you stay in a ranch style track house while you were there? No, actually, I stayed at a Holiday Inn, but they got a really good. Oh, they um, did surgery the next day. Girls' barbecue huh. down to Hampstead. Did you get free Maryland. breakfast at the Holiday Inn? Uh-huh. No, I didn't. I, I mean, I did, but I don't. Hotel. I don't, I don't motel, like those hotel Holiday eggs. Inn. I don't blame because they're, they're they're powdered. Have you ever stayed in Dildo, Newfoundland? I have not. <laughs> I'm surprised. I have not. The now, world traveler driven, that you are. I've driven around it. Have you? Yeah, you but not in it. I've driven around. You took a the lot bypass. Of yeah, <laughs> but not in it. <laughs> took the dildo it, bypass. Yeah. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm going for dildo days. They're next month. <laughs> well, take pictures. Send Maybe. us a postcard. We will see. All right. So because the uh, hobo, uh, the hobo convention is coming up, Randy. So I'm looking forward to the hobo convention. Are you going? Do you already no. have your Do you already have your rail car paid for? <laughs> no. Okay, I Timmy. Wish I could go. Now we've gone over this a number of times. What is the most important thing to do when you enter the hobo convention? Candy got, dance. No. You got to watch because you get raped by the hobo. What do you have to Call do? Call no rapesies. There you go. Mm-hmm. Brandy knows. Well. Pfft. Look at me, for Christ's sake. I got to call it. So anyway, she marries... Uh, I'm sweating like a whore in church over here. She marries this uh, <laughs> She marries this Catholic dude, gives yeah. up her... She's losing her religion. Yes. Parents don't like it. You know, she likes the D from Victor. Well, you know. Yeah. She he's, likes cir- he's circumcised. <laughs> he is. He is. We could talk about that if we... Don't want to. Our, okay. <laughs> okay, so... Um, Do you prefer... Nope. I'm not talking about cut. this. But some believe is there women do women generally have a preference? Yes. And it would be would be cut, right? Mm-hmm. Cut? Cuz yeah. it's cleaner, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or it has the perception of cleaner. Mm-hmm. I just have mine trimmed. Did you? <laughs> yeah, I'm just trimmed. Is in fringe? <laughs> yeah. Like I'm fringy boots. <laughs> did you do it yourself? It's like, I did. I did it with, I did it with a I opened up a can of beans, used the lid. What's like it's got it's got fringe like cowboy boots. That's very uh, nice. So it looks like a party favor when you have a heart on. <laughs> oh, no wonder we get bad reviews, you guys. It looks like one of those little Hawaiian lays you put on your neck. <laughs> it looks like a lion. <laughs> Need like a like a little bow tie. You know how they got the big. Yeah, <laughs> I'm familiar with lions. Yes, she's seen a lion before. Well, it looks like I got a neck brace on it. <laughs> do you have the cone of shame on it? I do. <laughs> neck brace. We were poor, man. We couldn't afford them. This, we couldn't afford the fancy doctors. To me, this was back before Obamacare. We just had we just had uh, ghetto care. So you did your own. So, thanks, Obama. Yeah, thanks, Obama. <laughs> yeah. All right. So now, Brandy, her. her her high school classmates would later say that they thought her marriage was just a way for her to break away from her parents, Brandy. 
Well, that's what most marriages are for. <laughs> All right. So uh, they didn't have any children. Um, they started, Victor was in a construction worker, as I said. And then uh, Sharon was at home, so she wanted to start a small business at home. She tinkered with being an interior designer, Brandy. She's an entrepreneur. But she found herself drawn more and more to computers because this was the computer age, right? Right. The internet was relatively new, and Sharon looked for ways to profit from the World Wide Web. Her first, I mean, I remember that, those yeah. modems. Uh, <laughs> I remember upgrading mine to a uh, 12 or to, you know, upgrading my modem and yeah. getting it to like a 7800 or something. Dude, first, I was the flying. first time I was online, I was with uh, DOS. Yeah. Yeah. Well, everybody was. Well, no, not I know, I mean, kids. I had a, like age. a 286, yeah. yeah. And it was, you didn't, I didn't have Windows. All right, so anyway, um, so she looks to make money on the internets. And her first initiative was selling a brochure online where she taught people the secrets of home decor, Brandy, for as little as $7. Yeah. What do you think about that, Brandy? That's a bargain. Seven bucks for all. Seven bucks to Just for show the, me some feng shui. Yeah, to get the brochure. Seven dollars for the goddamn brochure? Yeah, she's no. T- for seven dollars, she needs to come decorate my yeah, house. Yeah, she needs to hang some curtains. Hmm. Yeah. Now she had some moderate success in this venture. She started a business called Classified Concepts, in which she charged customers fifty dollars to write ad copy. Well, that's that seems like a bargain, Brandy. Mm-hmm. Does she have any experience? No, no. no. There okay. you go. Okay. I, well, fuck. I'll do it for forty-five then. <laughs> After some moderate success with these two ventures. So after some, you know, with uh, her ad writing and her uh, home decor, after some uh, moderate success with these two ventures, she moved on to something more questionable, uh, a more questionable online uh, business, Brandy. In as, 19- as we all do. In 1997, Sharon started a psychic hotline. Yes. Miss Cleo. In which she would tell fortunes uh, to callers of a 900 number, 19 number. Dion Warwick. Psychic friends. So this lady has a lot of talent. She's multifaceted. Hold on, I'm just looking at, are you finishing page one? Yeah. Okay, this is like the goddamn Jerry Lewis telethon. I'm waiting for him to come out and show us the board. Do you know they canceled Jerry Springer? Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. He had a comment. Well, first of all, you didn't know that. I, I, I knew. I knew. He, I, I just saw he quit. I didn't know he, they canceled it. They canceled it. Oh, yeah, it, it was a good run. Was it? Mm-hmm. Was it a good Beats run? Beats being mayor of Cincinnati. Well, yeah. No, he had the last laugh of all those. You know, made a lot of money doing that. He does. On he did. Because um, you got to. You know, what, one thing I've learned from that show is you got to drop the zero and get yourself a hero. Oh, for sure. One thing I learned is if somebody wants to take me to Stamford, Connecticut, Uh tell me a secret. (laughs) You're not going. I'm not going. (laughs) You have to think about the kids. Who's thinking about the kids? Nobody's thinking about the kids. So on these uh, sites, these websites, she would post ads selling other services with a 1-900 number. That's when 1-900 numbers were all the rage, Brandy. All the rage. Uh, she would receive a percentage of the revenue for every time someone called. Sharon began to advertise love spells and psychic counseling under the alias Villado Dion, America's most powerful mystic. Villado? Villado. I guess V I L A D O. Villado? Villado. 
Gelato? The, it's like gelato, only Different. you insert it in somebody. She even preyed on lovesick <laughs> teenagers, Brandy. Aw. She posted ads for charity work. She posted ads for love spells in a group devoted to teen romance, promising for only nine ninety five she would guarantee the teens would attract the object of their affection. Well, that seems like a bargain. She posted ads on the Lonely Heart Club websites. Do they even have those anymore? I don't think. This is back then they did, probably. Look them up. She posted ads on the Lonely Heart Club websites promising love and marriage, Brandy. She placed numerous such ads on websites dedicated to men who were attracted to overweight females. Chubby chasers. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, she she even went so far as to advertise her own undergarments online. There you go. That, that is a way is to where make the money. money. Is. That's where There's the money gold is. in there, them pennies. <laughs> Give me your shorts, devil. I don't <laughs> think so. This is the ad. She Let got... me read it. Let me read the ad. Here, you want to read it? Sexy. It's oh, highlighted. Do it in your voice. It's highlighted there. <laughs> <laughs> slowly, slowly. Easy. <laughs> Hi, my name is Nancy. I'm 25, have blonde hair, green eyes, and 5'6 and weigh 121 pounds. Is anyone out there interested in buying my worn panties or pantyhose? This oh, is even not, pantyhose. This is not a joke or a wacky internet scam. I am very serious about this. If you're serious too, you can email me. Not. And you've done this before, haven't you, Brandy? <laughs> have Spoken. you ever worked for a nine hundred number? Yes. No, I have not. All right. In reality, of course, Sharon was not twenty-five, and she was not blonde, and she weighed more than one twenty-one. She was five-nine and weighed one hundred and eighty-nine pounds, and she had dark hair. Colonel, your thoughts on that? Five-nine, one eighty-five. That's pretty solid. One eighty-nine. But yeah, four. That's nine. pretty pretty tall woman. Five-nine. I'm five-nine. Yeah. Sharon had no qualms about advertising and selling products that would appeal to the lured sexual fantasies and fetishes of her customers. I wonder you know what the thing Victor about thought being of five that. Nine, I, huh? I wonder what Victor thought of that. <clears throat> the thing about being five nine, if you're a woman or a man, really, but a I'm woman, not sure Victor knew all the details of his wife's. You got a 30, 40 pound grace thing mm-hmm. because you got a big old big frame. I do. Yeah. I do. I'm like five nine, five ten, way, but I still weigh far too much. But that's okay. We all weigh far too much. I'm good. Sharon sold pictures of her feet, Brandy. I'm built for comfort, not for speed. (laughs) (laughs) She sold pictures of her feet, Brandy. Oh my God! I could totally do that to men who had foot fetishes, which makes sense. Well, yeah, yeah. you don't want to sell them to the other people. It's hard to sell them to other people. (laughs) If you're a boob man, you don't want pictures of feet showing up in your inbox. She also sold uh, her used socks and shoes that she had worn. I don't, I don't know what to do. Well, that's called Craigslist now. Mm. Yeah. All of this is called Craigslist yeah. now. Yeah. She apparently would sell or promise to sell anything. She sold pictures of herself smoking a cigarette. Apparently, there's a fetish for women mm, smokers. Smoke. Yeah. What, are they women? Are they a fetish for women smoking electric cigars? Or cigarettes? Vaping, you mean? Mm-hmm. Va- I, I don't know anything about fetishes. You know what? But I'm hitting the trifecta minages. here. I don't know why I'm sitting here with you fuckers yeah. when I could take pictures of my feet, <laughs> take pictures of me smoking, <laughs> send out my old drawers. Well, look at this. She sold, she sold pictures of her husband in underwear to gay men. 
Oh, well, yeah. Claiming she was a 22-year-old college jock selling her briefs to pay for school. So the, so he did know about her little well, business may, ventures. Well, maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's so goddamn hot in here. I'm waiting to get malaria. <laughs> well, you know, uh, after... Uh, after sitting here getting swamp ass on somebody <laughs> underwear. <laughs> Another way you can take pictures of his self uh, Why the fuck circumcised so in here? his self circumcised penis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why is, I don't know. Maybe, that could be a, that could be a whole fetish of self self circumcised. It penis. probably is. There's a fetish for yeah. fucking everything. I just wish I would have had something sharper. <laughs> than a butter knife <laughs> than a, a can lid another way Sharon made money Brandy was advertising pornographic videos under the pseudonym Nancy Carlson well were she's, they homemade or she's, she's just well, throwing she sold, out copy? She sold, she sold videos of unconscious women having sexual intercourse oh what? so she sold videos of rape rape videos Apparently. I'm not a fan of that According to the Augusta Chronicle, I don't her, like Sharon. Anymore. Her ad from October first, nineteen ninety six, stated that she had just made a video of actual women willing and unwilling to be knocked out, drugged under hypnosis or chloroformed, or and or. And or. I don't know, but see, I don't think she actually sold those. I think she just advertised it and she ripped people off. Yeah, but what? No, I. Well, she was ripping off guys that got off on rape. So I don't. I, yeah, I don't like. Sharon. Okay. It's unclear whether these videos were actually exist actually existed or not. As customers reviews online complained that after the money was sent to Sharon, she would cash a check or money order but never send the videos. Hey, that's oh, the, the risk war. you run, you dirty fucking <laughs> bastards. Apparently, uh, Sharon did quite well with her internet business, earning thirty five thousand dollars in nineteen ninety five. I got to sell pictures of my feet. They're so pretty. Although Sharon told her husband uh, that she had an online business, he thought her activities were limited to writing ads and giving tips on home decoration. He had no idea of her sexual enterprise. Wait a minute. So she's snapping pictures of him in his drawers, and he had no well, maybe idea. Maybe she told him it was for her. You know, for her ad copy? Yeah, maybe. Fuck. He's fucking bullshit. Maybe she, you know, she couldn't get Marky Mark, so she got... Fucking what the fuck? What Marky Mark... Doing that in underwear ads back in the Well, yeah, night. back in the day, but he knew he was doing underwear ads. This motherfucker You ever did here, an underwear ad, Colonel? Oh, no. yeah. Yeah, I've done the Colonel's. Would you do them again? I, I did one last week, so yeah. <laughs> All right. The Colonel's crotchless crew necks. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Those are it wasn't long, Brandy, before Sharon would start. The, the Colonel hammock. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't long before... Sharon would start earning additional money by becoming a phone sex operator, Brandy. And her husband didn't know. Where the fuck is her husband? Well, he's working. He's now, in construction. You know what? He's, he's not asking questions. She's making 35 grand a year. I know, but don't sit there. Ass, but don't sit there and say, you know, oh, she took a picture of me in my underwear, but I had no idea what she would. F I fuck this woman. I don't fucking like her. She would receive phone calls at all hours of the day and night from men wanting to discuss their strange desires with her at $4 per minute. Four dollars a, a minute. minute. Chuck, Chuck, you need to get me set up on something. Right, Can I'm, you do that? We're gonna hook you up with two lines. I'll split it with two you. lines. I'll split it with you. Four dollars. Can you do a Can you do a Russian a accent? Minute? I'm, I'm, don't advertise me Russian. Southern maybe. So, no, I think you could do accents Russian. are not my thing. Okay. Sharon kept a detailed record of her conversations, Brandy, and developed a steady stream of repeat customers. Are you just hitting page two? No, page three. She had she had men calling her who want a whole chapter because you won't fucking shut up. Let me get through it. Now he's pissy because he's only got one page. 
Motherfucker, you're right. Now you you're reading War and Peace over here. You give me one. Here's your part, Colonel. She had men calling her brand. He wanted to discuss incest, interracial interracial relationships, and bestiality. Fuck this woman. She probably had a lot of people. She she probably had. She probably had a moo during that. Or bark. Can you moo? Can you bark, Colonel? Let's hear you. You too can own an internet business <laughs> yeah. for four dollars a minute. <laughs> Come here. You know what? With inflation, with inflation, yeah, that'd probably, be like fourteen dollars yeah. a minute now. Mm-hmm. You need to get that set up. You Whatever know, their fetishes were, Brandy Sharon would cater to them, and cater to their every needs as long as they kept paying. Sharon's activity wasn't all business, however. She also had, also Brandy had her own risque sexual fantasies. That she actively sought to fulfill. Fuck her. Apparently, Sharon was eager to explore bondage and discipline, Colonel, by spending who isn't by yeah. spending hours in a chat in chat rooms and reviewing internet bulletin boards that dealt with violent sexual fantasies. Well, no, wait a minute. See, mm-hmm. and here's the thing: there's a difference between bondage and being violent. There's a difference. Well, okay. I don't know. Well, she's I don't, getting into this. I don't have the dungeon that you have, devil. Yeah. Well, you know, we had that specially built. Yeah, it's soundproof. Yeah. Ain't bothering nobody. At Ain't her, bothering nobody. As her, as her um, activities were limited to cyberspace on American Online were or they? Usernet or IRC, Internet Relay Chat, her conversations with strangers included role play in which she would be tied up, tortured, and raped. Very disturbing conversations but harmless since it was online. Oh, yes, harmless. Harmless, Fucking bitch. Sharon would masturbate obsessively during these conversations. (laughs) Who doesn't? (laughs) She became more distant from her husband, who knew nothing of his wife's dark fantasies. Bullshit. I'm calling bullshit. Come on, tell me you don't get on the phone and masturbate. So so when the people are calling you up about the free cruises to Florida or whatever. Say that slower, baby. (laughs) <laughs> Dude, I'm telling you, we gotta start taking pictures of my feet. <laughs> Sharon would masturbate. Oh, you got she no would masturbate. It got to the point where Sharon could only find sexual gratification, Colonel, by discussing violent sex. Hmm. Sharon began spending more and more time researching BDSM on the dark web. She downloaded pornographic materials, pictures of women hogtied and being tortured. So she's basically, she should have been a member of our Facebook group. Right. Fuck yeah. this twat rag. She became a member of the Submission Society, Brandy, which was a group of women dedicated to sermoning dominant men. She would spend as many as 20... Now, hold on, where can I find these people? <laughs> Need your lawnmower? Please keep your shirt down. Need your it's lawn. goddamn He seemed to be getting here. aroused there, wasn't he? No, Reaching right. out and touching his nipple. I look over at him and he's rubbing his titty. <laughs> I don't need that. It's fucking hot. I'm about to strip down to my goddamn boxers. No, I know it's hot. I mean, if this you is do, like, we'll take a picture of it. It's like a goddamn Hanoi Hilton over here. Sharon would spend, <laughs> Brandy Sharon would spend as many as 20 hours a day online interacting with like-minded people around the world. Oh, my by, God. By July 1996, Sharon was full, a fully dedicated member of the BDSM lifestyle. Anything about that? Fully dedicated. Fully dedicated. She wasn't half-assing it. She wasn't half-assing it. She whole-assed it. Although she was submissive by nature, Sharon was also a member of a queening group in which men would pay her to discuss sitting on their face. She (laughs) 
She did okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. If you're you're sitting on a man's face, how are you having a discussion? Hold on. I'm gonna write that down. You said queening. Hey, queening. Yeah, that's when a woman sits on a guy's. She developed. I didn't know that qu- had a name. She developed quite a following, Brandy. I thought it was called group. a mustache ride. She developed quite a following, Brandy, in the group. What? As men far and wide would, uh, as far away as India, would send her money just for the promise that she would sit on them and crush them someday. I can only think of one person I would want sitting on my face. Who would that be, Colonel? Chocolate Buddha. Okay. <laughs> okay. What the f- queening? Chocolate Buddha. If I if there was a big chocolate Buddha, they could sit on my face for like. Oh Sharon day. used the internet to interact with a larger variety of people and shared her unconventional interests. Who shared her unconventional interests? She often ventured into hardcore pornographic chat rooms, uh, where subscribers were openly discussed their interests in necrophilia. Bondage, fetish, and sadomasochism. Hey, did you hear and about the guy? Timmy, did you hear Hold about on. the guy? Go ahead. The guy kicked off the plane because he stunk so bad. Yes. And then he died of necrosis. Yeah. No, Wait I, a minute. I thought, Timmy can't say sadomasochism. I can't say sadomasochism. I can't say it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Should have let me uh, have that part instead of the one no. on the goddamn on. page you gave me. Just because I'm not freaky like you guys, I'm not familiar with these terms like you guys. Sadomasochism. Wait a minute. At some point, Randy, <laughs> cyber sex was no longer no no longer enough for. Well, it show. never really is. She got tired of she sticky. Got tired key- of twiddling her own <laughs> tweeter. Sticky, sticky keyboards. <laughs> she soon uh, she longed desperately to escape her boring li- and stable life in Maryland and fulfill her darkest of desires. Didn't her husband figure it out when her keyboard smelled like Long John Silver's? <laughs> oh, she, you know that cat was all. You know their cat was all over that keyboard. That's man. just vile. You, what's wrong with you? Would a cat be all that over that nasty. keyboard? <laughs> that bitch is nasty. Yeah. All right. Sharon did not discuss her violent sexual fantasies with her husband. Victor was a kind and gentle man. Perhaps Aww. she didn't think he would understand, or perhaps she felt he was too gentle to do what to her the things that she craved. She and didn't in, even ask. All she had to do was ask. In any event, Victor just assumed that Sharon was spending so much time on the computer to further develop her business. Well, she was. Sharon she was. seemed dedicated. If her business was being a skanky hoe. <laughs> Sharon seemed dedicated. It seems to, to be. Yeah. Sharon seemed to be dedicated to making enough money to provide for them with a financial secure future. When Victor left for work in the morning, Sharon would uh, already be on the computer working. When he came home at night, she would still be typing away at the keyboard with one hand. Sometimes it would appear that she never moved all day. <sighs> she would spend, as I said, uh, up to twenty hours a day on the interwebs, Brandy, on the World Wide Web. You know, I had somebody call me, uh, I'm not going to say who they are. Everybody would know the name if I said it. Um, she's someone who is my. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. 
Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Spit it the fuck out. She's my nemesis. Mm-hmm. And I said, "Oh, Hello, you little scurvy skank. Yeah. And she said, so I'm a slut with a vitamin C deficiency. (laughs) And I said, yes, eat more oranges and less dicks. Timmy knows about scurvy. Continue, Brandy. It's not even a pirate. It was pretty good. Okay. I I appreciate your humor. The more you know, for our listeners, eat more oranges, less dicks, Nobody will call. Well, I think Sharon here likes to D. I think we've established that she likes that applies to to you as well. That she (laughs) likes she likes to dick, Brandy. You got to admit that. I I admit she likes her fingers. (laughs) Okay, continue. Damn, somebody spray me down with a water hose here. Continue with the life of Sharon Lapaca, consensual murder. I feel like I'm I'm in a fraternity and being hazed. Maybe you are. Maybe you're not. (laughs) Sharon would stay on the computer late at night, long after Victor went to bed. She seemed determined, Victor thought, to make her businesses work. Determined. What he, what he didn't know was that he was losing his wife as she slowly became addicted to the internet and sexual deviancy. deviancy. You know, internet addiction was a big problem back in the 90s, if you remember. Still is. Well, it still is, but, you know, people's got their phones and stuff now. But Yeah, I, those are on the internet, too. Yeah, but, I mean, in the day, it was, you would, you know, some people would be hard to pull them away from their computer. Now you can't pull them off their phone. Now you've got porn on the go. I know. I like that. I know. <laughs> As time went by, Sharon's fantasies grew more bizarre and more violent. More bizarre and violent. She started to explore cannibalism. Ooh, what do you think about that, Brandy? Seems like a natural progression. (laughs) Well, you know, you get to satisfy two uh, cravings. Yeah, she's actually eating dick. Well, well, she don't have to cook dinner. She don't, you know. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, she gets off. And she, all right. All right. So she started to explore cannibalism and communicated with men who professed fantasies of eating human flesh. Yeah. That's fucking scary, dude. I'm starting to get the vapors over here. <laughs> Sharon was, polite, was politely, almost gingerly, soliciting partners for her own sexual masochism. Mm-hmm. In a news group devoted to cannibalism, what the fuck? She volunteered. What the fuck? She volunteered. She. <laughs> what the fuck? She volunteered to be force fed until she hit her goal weight of 475 pounds. Sweet! But you know what? I ain't buying those motherfucking groceries. No. <laughs> fuck you. I want somebody who's on a diet, so I gotta buy less food. I ain't taking your ass in, so I got to buy more food. Oh, yeah. There's, there's a fantasy of people want to get really, like, you know, my 600-pound life type of what, Who Who would want to take those people on? You got to buy, like, okay, buy me. Th- oh, honey, go into the store. Could you buy me 12 cans of Pringles? Well, but first of all, look, here's the thing. For, fucking what? First of all, you have to, you can't, you eat so much and your stomach will explode and you die. Which may have been her thing. Like, to get to 475 pounds, you don't just do it overnight. Like, it takes some And you'd be serious shooting some rockets out your ass, too. Mm, just something. Yeah. Uh, I'm, she said, I'm not interested in an email correspondence or a phone feeding. She oh, wrote, so they did phone feedings. Nope. Mm-hmm. And here we go. What I would really like 
is the real thing. She noted her willingness to relocate for the right person. Fat me up, torture, and then devour me. Oh, well, it makes sense if she's getting bigger for, like, the cannibal. What the fuck? You are sitting here with a hoodie on, motherfucker. <laughs> it is 112 degrees in here. Timmy's got a hoodie on. He's worried about the knock- knockout game. I get a chill. <laughs> she, he might get a chill. Sharon used numerous pseudonyms and multiple persona uh, in her internet messages. Using these masks allowed her anonymity and the freedom to pursue her unusual fantasies. According to the Washington Post, on November 3, 1996, one message Sharon posted stated that she had a fascination with torturing till death. Hmm. Come over here. Let me feel your back. See if it's as sweaty as mine, devil. It's not. And no. Uh, (laughs) Some of the identities she assumed during the chat room sessions included a 380-pound strict dominatrix and disciplinarian named Bambi. 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 You know, Bambi Bambi seems like a petite little thing, but yeah, go ahead. Bambi loved to torture and humiliate men until they couldn't breathe. (laughs) Pretty much like you. (laughs) Pretty much like every woman I've ever met. (laughs) Yeah, torture and humiliate (laughs) until we just decide, you know what, fuck it, I'm just going to stand in traffic. Bambi claimed to have caused the death by suffocation of at least of at least three admirers. Oh, but like Sharon's entire life at this run point, run out of them at that at right. some point. But like Sharon's entire life at this point, it was bullshit. Well, you know, and he is, and I, this is a public service thing. I'm just gonna throw this okay. out there. Okay. Okay. Public service Jen, announcement, Brandon. You know how the bags? They say these are not toys, right? Right. Don't put them on your head because. But the thing is. You can get, there's such a thing as vaginal suffocation. Because the woman, you know, drops down on the man and then all of a sudden a little seal forms around his head or his face from the... Around his head. (sighs) Yeah. Well, because she's probably got a... Got to be careful. Somewhat extended vaginal area. So wait a minute. So you're going splunking. (laughs) <laughs> right, and, and then all of a sudden the seal forms. You can't like breathe a jellyfish anymore. Right, on your face. You can't breathe like a anymore. Succubus. And then you're just um, you're you, a fucking idiot. That's the problem. Uh, tell me it can't happen with, the, with this woman. Which is you, why I use the scuba mask, Colonel. <laughs> <laughs> it solves that problem. You got to get oxygen. Timmy got to get oxygen. Timmy uses a splatter screen. <laughs> yeah, he does. <laughs> Timmy been through that before. He knows uh, he's learned. Like, yeah. Damn near lost right. an eye. <laughs> That's right. Sharon also claimed to be a screen actress named Nancy Carlson, who would offer to star in customized sex videos for a price, uh, and she claimed to be a shapely five foot six beauty. The North Carolina News and Observer found more than fifty such messages of Sharon's over a several month investigation. Many were found on the internet sites, s- internet sites such as, uh, write these down. Mm-hmm. Fetishfeet.com. Okay. I'm just going to copy and paste from the script. We'll write that down. So then we Fetish can, feet. Okay. Yeah, we can it. send my feet. Pictures. I'm going to be your agent. Is this yeah, what this is? This okay. What, this is what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I'm a, am I Fetish getting like feet. 10%, you know 12%? Some, you know, what we'll, am I getting? We'll negotiate it later because you know I got some cute feet. You do uh, got some nice feet. I'll give you that, devil. Yeah. And sexbondage.com. Okay. Sex, I don't think you want to get into get that one. I'm not there. Although the details of her ads varied to a degree, the overriding theme of Sharon's messages was that she wanted to be tortured and killed. That seems reasonable. Enough. I'm sweating. Why are you stroking your nipple? For I don't know. I'm, ru- I'm trying to get my shirt off my chest so I don't get sweat. Huh. I don't know what. The, it, was this a joke you two were playing on me? Like, how much can he take? 
often she would post messages uh, on the internet looking for a man to satisfy her wish. Okay. By the summer of 96, Sharon's fantasies were spiraling out of control. So she's like make-a-wish right now. <laughs> it was becoming more difficult for Sharon to distinguish reality from fantasy. <laughs> Much like Timmy. Yeah. There were numerous responses to Sharon's messages offering to fulfill her fantasy. Most eventually withdrew when they discovered that Sharon's requests were serious. <laughs> but there, but there was one man. <laughs> I'm not going down there. Yeah. Are you kidding me? But there was one man willing to give there Sharon. Is. Oh, hold my beer. I can take this bitch. Yeah, <laughs> willing to give Sharon exactly what she desired. Yeah, hold my beer. <laughs> yeah, we should, that should be a website. <laughs> yeah. hold, hold my, my beer. Hold my beer. Robert. Okay, you have Robert Bobby. So is his <laughs> All right. is his name Rob Bobby or Rob. is it <laughs> you Bobby? Read you know what? I write driver. the script. You read it. Okay. okay. Robert Bobby <laughs> Frederick Glass was a 45-year-old computer analyst who worked for the Catawba County, North Carolina government. Yeah, thank think, you for your service. I think Catawba County is in South Carolina, but whatever. Bobby, as he was known to friends. Sure. Yeah, well, Robert. Robert Bobby. Robert Bobby. <laughs> Wasn't he in Talladega Nights? <laughs> That's what I was saying. This motherfucker in NASCAR running yeah. the second circuit or something? All right. Uh, let's see. <laughs> Bobby uh, was a productive worker, or, yeah, a productive worker who was responsible for programming tax rolls and keeping track of gas consumption of county vehicles. Okay. He worked for the Catawba, he worked for Catawba County for almost 16 years. Nice. He was also... He probably got a nice little retirement plan, wouldn't you think, girl? I would think so, yeah. Mm. Probably get good health benefits. Here's where... It, well, yeah, because you get carpal tunnel. But mm. here's here's the interesting part. Okay. Finally. <laughs> okay, so he's a computer analyst. Yeah, I think she took a Not shot Not just a computer too. analyst, a computer enthusiast. Oh, um, okay. He's an enthusiast. And he's an... And now enthusiast. Yes. An anal enthusiast. Anal enthusiast. There you go. Yes. Uh, let's see. According to Sherry, mm. his wife of 14 years. Oh. Yeah. But well, she should know. In an interview with the Washington Post, she laminated that, that he had more passion for his hard drive than his marriage. Okay, so he wasn't banging his ex-wife, but what she's trying to say there. Yeah. Evidently, he's sticking <clears throat> his dick in the computer. Mm -hmm. Sherry. Well, that's when they had the big three by five. That's when they things. had the floppy disk. The floppy disk. Yeah, he was beating it with a floppy. <laughs> Sherry Sherry Glass stated in an interview that her husband had lost his attraction for her. Sherry said the final straw was when her children asked why their father didn't love her any longer. I can see that. <laughs> Taylor has Renee that off. <laughs> In May of 96, Bobby and Sherry separated. Shortly thereafter, Sherry moved from the family home with their three children, daughters aged 10, 7, and a son 6. So the family broke up. That's sad, Brandy. It may, it may have been more than a lack of love that caused the breakup of the Glass family. What else could have done that? According to Sherry Glass, there were other marital problems that few had known about. Okay. Daily... Bobby had spent countless hours typing on his computer, See? and Sherry eventually became suspicious. One day, she logged on. Well, that's, you got to be careful. Yeah. Yeah, you got to choose a good password there. And found worrisome emails saved on the hard drive. The messages, she told the Washington Post, which had been posted under the pseudonyms Toy Man and Slow Hand. Ooh, Slow Hand. I want a man with a slow hand. Alarmed her. Hand. 
They alarmed her because of their raw, violent, and disturbing nature. Mm. Raw, violent, and disturbing, girl. After dinner one evening, she confronted her husband. Sherry later said that all of the color had drained out of his face. I bet it did. I bet, yeah. (laughs) She realized there was this side to Bobby that was unknown to her. Despite this alarming discovery, Sherry recalled him as generally pleasant, hardworking, and amiable. Yeah. Except when he's eating overweight uh, women from North Carolina. Right. It would not be long before Bobby would meet Sharon Lepat, whatever. Lepaka. Lepaka. I've lost eight pounds. And both of their (laughs) lives would be changed forever. In August of 1996, Bobby and Sharon became acquainted while visiting the various sexually oriented internet chat rooms. Mm. Bobby displayed a fetish for inflicting pain. What do you think of that, Colonel? Fetish for inflicting pain. I don't think it's a fetish. I think it's a skill. Well, depends on where you, you know, if you want to be in Mossad. Well, that's true. Skill set. ISIS. ISIS. Skill set. U.S. government. Mm -hmm. Or just any... Any married woman in general that do you 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 guys take a class right like how to inflict pain like I could tell you that <laughs> that's true uh, let's see whereas Sharon uh, exhibited a desire to be tortured mm-hmm. in an email message to Bobby Sharon asked him to fulfill her fantasy Sharon wrote to Bobby that she wanted to be bound and strangled as she approached an orgasm Bobby responded but to her you message. know what hold on now we've been talking about crazy kinky things. You'll hear a post about that every day on History Dweebs. Every day, somebody on History Dweebs <laughs> yeah, posting you know, how they want to be strangled while Facebook having an orgasm. Page I don't think is normal. <laughs> Goddamn right, it ain't. <laughs> <laughs> Those motherfuckers need Jesus over there. Well, well they're going to come to the carnival yeah, revival. Say, yeah, they are. Aren't you going to take care of that? Oh, I'm going to lay some hands on some people. Can we sell pictures of my feet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we we are. Yeah, that's going to be that's going to instead well, of t-shirts. Well, you know what? I think you gonna... start out you start out with a tough one. Like you take Amber up there, Amber Creek. Uh, no, I ain't taking Amber up in no kind of. <laughs> and you no, save no, her. No, 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 no. No, and then no, the other no, ones no. will just flock to you. Yeah. No, because by, if I save Amber, I will be. You'll be spent. What it will take, I will need six, seven days in bed just recovering. You need an old priest and a young priest. <laughs> yeah, I need old priest, young yeah. priest. I need we a fire Amber. hose with holy water. I'm going to need a torch. Bobby responded to her message. We love Amber, though. We do. We do All love Amber. All the colonel's bad girls. Karen. Absolutely. Hi. Yes. Karen. Yeah. Go Welcome ahead. back. Thank you. Okay. Uh, Bobby responded to her message by describing in depth how he would fulfill her wish. Email, beco- email correspondence between the two lasted for several months. Okay. An investigator in the case would later say that if you pulled all their messages together, you'd have a very large novel, which became Fifty Shades of Grey later on. Mm -hmm. Police were able to recover almost 900 pages. Fifty Shades of Robbie. Yeah. Yeah. Bobby. Fifty Shades of Colonel. I'm halfway through it, Timmy. They they got 900 pages of emails between these two dipshits. (laughs) On the morning of October 13, 1996... Sharon Sharon drove her blue Honda Civic, important to know, great gas mileage, to the train depot in Baltimore, Maryland, telling Victor that she was going to visit friends in Georgia. Where's our key grip or our best boy? Somebody give me a goddamn Gatorade. Gatorade for the colonel. My electrolytes are all out of balance here. Instead, she boarded the 9.15 a.m. train to Charlotte, North Carolina. On that midnight train to Charlotte, I love that part where they go, ooh, y'all. Ooh, y'all. At about 8.45 that evening, she arrived. She arrived in Charlotte, where Bobby was waiting. 
Oh, I'd rather live in his world and live without him. Live without him in my together. My they. world is world. <laughs> my I don't know the rest, but it's a good song. What, what the hell? Just <laughs> uh, I like Gladys Knight and the Pips. I saw them twice. I, I was a pip for a short time. Mm-hmm. Of course you are. He's late. I stood so, out. the best thing that ever happened. Woo-hoo. <laughs> so her and Woo-hoo. Sharon and Bobby. Hold on. Woo-hoo. Yeah, okay. there you go. So Sharon and Bobby have one I of those were. big old meetings at the train station. It's slow motion. <laughs> okay. Anywho. <laughs> mm, y'all. Pimps. <laughs> Well, really, I le- I would rather live in his world than live without him in my. Oh, who wouldn't? So together they. If drove, loving him is wrong, I don't want to be right. I don't think that that's a song of theirs. Oh, okay, that was just a thought. Barbara Mandrell, though. Well, right, but not Gladys Knight. Right. There's a lot of differences there. I'm there about to bust out some Juds here in a minute. <laughs> I love the Juds. That one, you know her daughter's in prison. Which one, Wyona? Uh, Wyona Judd, yeah. She's in prison for meth. Meth. Oh, is she? I think you made that. No, no, no! I swear to God, it was this week. She went to. She look it up. Yeah, look it up. First of all, and I do like Winona Judd, but Mm -hmm. she's she doesn't strike me as a meth head. No, not her. Her daughter. Her daughter. Winona Judd's daughter. What is she? The singer. Winona is the singer. Okay, you keep going. I'll look it up. Yeah, the singer's daughter. I'm the crack researcher here. Was on probation. Winona Judd's daughter, and she violated probation, and she was okay. Uh, arrested and doesn't have oh, you know, shit to do with apple butter. What we're doing? She's uh, got like eight years. Okay, so they, uh-huh. both of them, drove the eighty miles from the station in his pickup truck to his trailer home. To the trailer home. Woo In Lenore, North Carolina. The events that followed later became a source of speculation among amongst investigators. Speculation. Woo woo. In the note that Sharon left for her husband, Victor, she said that they would not be returning and told him not to go after her killer. She also wrote, if her body were never retrieved, don't worry. Know that she is at peace. She at at peace. peace? Woo! Woo! <laughs> Fucking really? <laughs> now, wait a minute. I want you to keep in mind that half the time when you do that, he squalls like a bitch. <laughs> because that's too loud. We got to cut that out. That's so loud. Don't do that. That's just stop. So now he's now he's all like Jimmy join in. <laughs> woo woo. No, he's just come over to the colonel side. <laughs> woo woo. <laughs> you just know what? read, please, and bring some goddamn life to Here's this. Here's the thing: when we get complaints because you fucking blown out people's ears, I don't want to fucking hear it. <laughs> I'm gonna blame woo. both of you. I'm be like these fucking twatwads did it. Continue, Brandy. Let's get on with the I'd story. I'd like to. This is ridiculous. Yeah, this is taking way too goddamn When he long. read the note, Victor started to panic and began calling Sharon's family and friends in search of his wife. But it's an odd when note. When his search it. turned yeah. up no leads, Victor contacted the police. The police! It woo, isn't woo. against the law for adults to move away of their own free will. There's no the law against that, Brandy. were at first <laughs> reluctant to get involved. If Sharon no longer wanted to be married, it was her business. Her business. The nature of the letter did disturb police, however, and they reluctantly filed a missing persons report. It became clear after a few days that Sharon wasn't coming back. The poli- I thought her letter made that fairly clear, but whatever. The woo, woo, police woo. turned over the investigation to a sergeant with their newly created computer crimes department. Oh, computer woo, woo. crimes, Timmy. Woo, woo. 
After reviewing the hard drive on Ooh, Sharon's home computer, hard drive. Hard drive. Yeah. the we detectives somewhat, found We somewhat examined my hard drive. <laughs> I got a hard drive this for you. Detectives found <laughs> substantial evidence in Sharon's computer linking her to Bobby Glass. The local police in Maryland notified the police in North Carolina who monitored Bobby's trailer for several days. Trailer! Trailer! Woo-woo! It was hoped that Sharon would be found alive at his residence. But she was not seen during the stakeout. Well, she don't, if she can't live in his world, she don't want to live without him. Right? <laughs> no. On October 25th. <laughs> she don't want to be dead in his world because this is a trailer. On October 25th, a local judge issued, a police, issued the police a search warrant for Bobby's trailer. Okay. Investigators arrived at Bobby's home while he was at work. Oh, this motherfucker's still going to work. <laughs> I mean, just because you kill somebody don't mean you can't stop working. Well... The no. property surrounding the... Tra- uh, you got to admire the guy's reliability. When <laughs> the property surrounding the turquoise trailer... Oh, yeah, of course it was. ...was littered with rotten garbage and abandoned toys. The interior I'd was be a little equally- concerned about those abandoned toys. <laughs> yeah. Well... They the, probably got the hiv on them. The interior was <laughs> fucked up, too. Right. Still, they found items belonging to Sharon, as well as drug and bondage paraphernalia, ch- child pornography, Ugh. fuckers... And a pistol and a thousand and thousands of computer discs. Seventy-five feet from the trailer, an officer discovered a fresh mound of soil. After digging only two feet beneath the mound, they found Sharon's decomposing remains. Woo woo! <laughs> Caldwell County investigator D.A. Brown told the Washington Post that if the body had been buried in the woodlands behind the trailer, they'd have never found her. The same day, Bobby. Well, they probably could have. They just had to. It wasn't just in his buried in his front yard with some fresh dirt on it. (laughs) The same day, Bobby, police arrested Bobby. A little bit more effort. (laughs) Just yeah. (laughs) That motherfucker. I I ain't going in those woods. There's copperheads down there. Okay, so they arrest Bobby at his workplace, and according to Capital News Service, Sharon Lapaka case was the first time a police unit. 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 Captured a murder suspect based primarily on evidence obtained through emails. Now, uh. let me let me tell you something. That's just poor planning right there. Now we're coming up with Colonel's part, and that's the climax. It's the cl- climax. Because... <laughs> You're bitching that it's hot in here. You're putting out most of the hot fucking air. <laughs> Will you sit and fucking read this? Okay, now sit back, listeners, and enjoy the tale of Bobby going to prison. <laughs> While in custody. Is that a separate tale? It's a separate tale. It's the epilogue. <laughs> Devil. And epilogue means ending. Woo, 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 woo. <laughs> Continue, Colonel. So, don't let her bother you. <laughs> she uh, she's only upset because I don't give her God the good damn, parts. Goddamn, you eating a donut? donuts in here? I'm sweating right. my balls off, and you ain't even motherfuckers. motherfuckers. Come okay. on, while in custody. <laughs> I, I'm sure Sharon ate a few uh, yeah. donuts while she was trying to get hey, up the 700. If I can make an extra 35k a year by eating some donuts, <laughs> fucking bring that shit. Woo woo woo. <laughs> Continue, Colonel. While in custody. Bobby was interviewed about the events surrounding the alleged murder of Sharon. Now, Bobby went in to tell investigators that for several days, he and Sharon had acted out their violent sexual fantasies. Violent sexual fantasies, Robert, Andy. Robert Bobby. Robert Bobby. He, hold on. Na- yes? Now, this is where it gets disturbing. Is it? It hasn't been disturbing yet? Disturbed. Bobby told investigators that for several days, he and Sharon acted out these violent sexual fantasies, right? 
Mm-hmm. And he confessed that Sharon had willingly allowed him to tie her up with rope yeah. and probe her with objects from around the house. Mm. And mm. that is why you can never find your goddamn phone or car keys. <laughs> so anyway. Because they're lost in Sharon's plot? Yes. It's like, where, where anybody, do, are we out of milk again? Oh, no, it's up in, it's up in her vagina. Anyway, Bobby always also admitted that Sharon allowed That's where him all those extra those, uh, single socks those go. Those missing socks, yeah. More milk is the worst. Bobby admitted that Sharon allowed him to tie a rope around her neck and tighten it as she climaxed during intercourse. Actually, those were the throes of death, Bobby, not an orgasm. Well, maybe she had. Maybe, maybe she got off. Both. Yeah, maybe it was both. Bobby claims it's all an accident. It happened in the throes of violent sexual activity. What do you think about his, uh, that uh, excuse, Brandy? I think there's kitty porn there. Arrest his fucking ass and throw he him in He even jail. said he didn't know who pulled the rope. He never wanted to kill her, but she was dead. So it was sent, the body was sent to Dr. John Butts. <laughs> B-U-T-T-S. He has a, medical he has a specialty. Woo-woo. Yeah. <laughs> the autopsy report. What was that? Autopsy? <laughs> Hey. Stated that the cause of death was strangulation and sexual torture and mutilation. Hey. He believes Sharon died three days before she arrived there. Now Neil Beach three said that the before autopsy she arrived. report. Huh? Three days before she arrived. Yes, you walk slow when you walk slow when you're dead. Now search warrants affidavits released by police stated that Sharon intended to meet Bobby specifically to be tortured and killed. Captain Danny Barlow sounds like somebody from Blue Bloods. Wait, wait, where's Doctor Butts at? Oh, Butts is just lagging behind here. Wait a minute. So she was mute. So wait a minute. Did he continue to fuck her after she was dead? Well, wait, no sense stopping at that point. Yeah, no. I mean, he, he, until she. I mean, you're still to gonna stink, feel. You're gonna feel bad either way. Yeah. She already had a decaying vagina, so it, he couldn't tell she was dead. Well, her shit was probably nasty and wore yeah. out anyway. Well, she's got all these uh, household items in there. Yeah, yeah. Goddamn Paper Tupperware. clips. He had to move the whisk. Mm, yeah. <laughs> so Bobby was charged with first-degree murder. First-degree murder, Brandy. The case stretched out for Good. three years following a bunch of delays, but on two, January 2000, he pled guilty to voluntary manslaughter as well as six counts of second-degree sexual exploitation of a minor. The latter charges oh, resulted uh, from the pornographic material gross. found on his computer. Fucking throw away the key. Fuck he was him. sentenced to 36 to 53 months in prison for the manslaughter of Sharon. La, 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 padaka. And 21 to 36 months for the child porn. Mm, fuck that. He was sent to the Mitchell Correctional Institute in North Carolina. And just two years behind bars, Bobby was granted parole. Parole, Brandy. Parole. It gets better. Don't worry. Don't worry. Don't stress out. Continue, Colonel. Parole. Mm-hmm. Yet, there is a God devil. Hit me. On February 2002, two weeks before his release, Bobby started to feel a little bit dizzy at breakfast. Oh, does he have a brain tumor? Well, then he said to the guard, I got a little bit of chest pain here. Awesome angina. And then, later that day, Bobby just dropped over dead as a motherfucker right in the middle of the commissary as he was about to get him a Snickers bar, devil. Was he masturbating at the time? <laughs> he was not. It seems like that would he be He was thing. pronounced dead at 51 years old. Fuck dead him. at Two 51 years. years. Fit dead at 51 years old. Woo! Woo! 
fuck him. He said, I'd rather live in her world <laughs> than live without her in my world. Do you His think there's sexual? My, what, what, Colonel? I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt, Colonel. Do you think there's sexual mutilation in the afterlife, Timmy? I hope so. <laughs> Do you think there's bondage? I think it depends on where you go. Can a, yeah. can a vagina cause you having a vagina? <laughs> <laughs> it could. Oh, doctor, help me! I'm having some vagina here. I'm having some vagina pains <laughs> in my chest. Yeah. Oh, uh, this chest pain in my chest. I think it's vagina. <laughs> Uh, That's what you get for letting those. Well, you know, once once she decayed and everything, they probably found all those household items. Yeah, yeah. It's like, look at us. We're some lucky some bitches here. Brandy, your final thoughts on consensual murder, the death of Sharon Lapaka. Nice. Your final thoughts, Brandy. You even got nice looking feet inside your gym shoes. You already know that's right. Uh, Foot pictures will be on sale for DweebCon. (laughs) I'll have those out. Check out the website for before Patreon then. Sponsors. We won't make an announcement. We have a DweebCon coming up in October, of course. We're all going to be there. We want you to come to Cincinnati and join us. If, for more information, go to our Facebook page at History Dweebs, the podcast. Brandy, your final thoughts on Sharon Lapaka. I told you my goddamn final she just, thoughts. Oh, yeah. she, they're what pieces of shit. She's a piece of shit. <laughs> that guy's a piece of shit. You want to do that shit, that's fine. But they got kitty porn and beastie out. Fuck those people. Uh, Fuck her. Colonel, she's, Brandy's a little uh, opinionated. What's your final thoughts, Colonel, on Sharon Lapaka, the death? Look at that foot, Tim. Look at that (laughs) foot. That's a nice foot. Okay. You want to take a picture and put it on the Facebook page? I think that he, uh, I think this shows the danger of spending too much time on the internet to me. Oh, okay. Because one day you're playing World of Warcraft, right? (laughs) And then the next thing you know, you're strangling some skanky-ass woman and shoving lamps up a vagina <laughs> in your trailer. Woo, woo, woo. Yeah. All right. And I don't mean the little lamps. I mean like the floor lamp. That right, the right. Devil what? got over that. You know, you, if, if you put one up there that you can clap. <laughs> it's like, well, it's. Ooh, not, what if they put the clapper up there and her light was turned <laughs> on and off? And yeah. That's what she did. She When she got there, she was like, no, I've taken good care of it. Here, put your hand in there. And he's like, okay. And you think we could get 25 bucks for that picture? Oh, hell yeah. Here? Yeah, post it on the Facebook page. Okay. And then put your other hand in there. I'll do it later just, when it makes you know, sense. It, got all the way elbow deep. I see, Colonel. And he, she's like, okay, now, bowl. And he's like, well, it's kind of hard to bowl in there. You know, he's like, I see, I told you it was tight. <laughs> Can't clap your hands. Can't clap your hands, right? Uh, Colonel, we would like to thank all of those. All who of our sub- wonderful are, Patreon and sponsors. And this is, and, uh, the, for, the, for those of you who... Gift to Patreon. This is how you get such quality programming. I, this is what keeps us going week after week after yeah, week. That's after right. Week. Because without without your donations, we wouldn't bring able to bring you quality no, stories. No podcasts on cheap, goddammit. <laughs> so we do thank all of you. They could be us. trashy, but they ain't cheap. <laughs> we thank you for support, your support. And if you would like to uh, contribute to our Patreon, um, to Patreon, just go to patreon.com. Slash history dweebs, where you can give a little, or you give a lot, or or you can get give us just a tip there, just a wee little bit to me. All right, Colonel, give a shout out to all of our all wonderful right. supporters: Jim Seabright, Andrew Scammell, Tommy Lane, Jason Dykes, Terry Strafford, Bra- Brandy McBride, love Brandy, Jennifer Svoda, Per Westman, Maggie Glover, Gracie's mom, Erica Kinney, Hiro, the Comeback Podcast, L.K. Barr. Reen, Marissa, Bridget Clavey, Phyllis Munson, Jennifer Garika-Smith, Stephen Potts, 
Anna Garrett, Ben Dobrovich, Ursula, Clark and Diane, they're back in the country, right? Yes. Beth Ann Wallen, Michelle Johns, Margaret McDonald, Aaron Turner, Jess, Leanne Flanagan, Julia Rodriguez, Mike Sadler, Jamie Dent, Tyrone, Marsha Boris, Stacey Alsop, Jody and Sean Wells, Amber Anderson, They Walk Among Us, Ben and Roseanne, our dear friends, Lorna Violet, Michael Deo, Kelly Charette, Karen Widener, Let's see the the crazy Callie Jones. I wish she would come to Dweeb Fest the so I lovely could, so I could put some put some healing on that girl because she needs Jesus too. Mm-hmm. Lauren Meredith, Jessica Greeno, Mike Brown from Pleasing Terrace, Sarah, Sarah, lovely Sarah Bloom, Amber Croup, Laura O'Reilly, Christine Bourgeois, Kimberly Cambrin, Elise Edrington, History Goes Bump, Andrew Trevino, Annette Petre, Lise, Lahara Lopez. Alicia and Chip Mincy, Marquia Smith, Jeff and Dawn from Backroads of History and Poems by Jeff, Andrew Happ, Karen Barnes, Rachel Flynn, Shirley Squirrely Strap, Todd Long, Melissa Montoya, Maja, Shelley Garrett, who had a birthday. Happy birthday, Shelley. Uh, yes, happy birthday, Shelley. And Rachel. Carol Elise, Kristen Malachowski, Adam McWaters, the Ransom Reason podcast, Timmy. A quality podcast. A quality, yeah. If you don't like the cussing here, you won't get it there. But if you don't like cussing, fuck yourself anyway. Just mm-hmm. why, If you don't like cussing, why the fuck are you hanging around this long? That's a good point. Yeah. Maybe they're for, they listen for our singing, Colonel. Uh, the Vanish podcast, Paula Kimes. Canadian true crime, Christy Lee. Yes, the Australian turned Canadian. Yeah, people think that those Canadians are all polite, but you know they kill people and shit up there too. Yeah, too. they do kill people up there. Charlie from Inside, Angela Santos, Lydia Wilson Foster, Kim Stroop, Nicole Adams, Ron Monasterio, Tracy Smith, Bridget Bernard, Stacy, Cheryl Weldon, Lady Beverly. Hey, Beverly. Who p- posted a photo of herself? It was lovely. Oh, did she? I didn't yeah, see it. Yeah, lovely. She's photo. beautiful. I gotta yeah. see it. Oh, she is beautiful. She is beautiful. And her, her daughter Alexandra. Mm-hmm. Just, and her husband's a handsome man. And, it's like and her dog. And her dog. Yeah, she's got she's got life. She got she's winning. Mm-hmm. Chris Lane, Veronica Moreno, Rudy. The Wonder Dog. Wonder Dog, the world's most dangerous canine, Timmy. He is indeed. I told you he saved a river otter, right? Yes. Okay. He's a good dog. He is a good dog. He, uh, he, you, you ever heard those, uh, you, you hear the stories all the time that the NRA perpetuates about a good guy with a gun? Mm-hmm. They never tell the story about a good guy with the canines, Timmy. No. Do you know how many crimes Rudy has stopped? Oh, I know. <clears throat> He's yeah. a crime stopper. Because he don't carry a gun? Nobody dog without a gun. Yeah, he's like he's like Andy Griffith. Mm-hmm. And the woman we do this show for, Dottie Scott. Dottie, we love you. We love you. We're Mom. sorry there was only one death in there. We know you like at least four, but we'll try to get to that next week. <laughs> yes, uh, join us next time on History Louise. Bye, everyone. Good Bye-bye. day. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.